You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Mountain Woman Radio. I'm your host, Tammy Treyer, and I am so excited to have you joining me today And today is a little non-typical. I am not out crunching the stones under my feet right now. I've already walked. I spent a beautiful morning outdoors in the shade writing uh, for quite a few hours, which was absolutely awesome and very fulfilling to me. And now I am in my kitchen. I am, my men are working close. um, So I am making some egg salad for sandwiches for them and enjoying a little sandwich for myself. And I thought I would bring you into my kitchen and do a little recording here. I have so much to share with you. There's so much going on and just really feeling very blessed. And today's topic is going to show you a good bit of why. Today's topic is living the decluttered life. Many of us are in an effort to try to declutter our homes, but it's hard to do. It's overwhelming. Um, I I have to say, I truly and 100% believe that our ancestors who lived on the trails and created this land lived such full and amazing lives. They had hardship, but you know what? That's something that we share with them. We have hardship too. That's something you're always going to have. But something that they had that we didn't and don't, for the most part, in our society is simplicity. As we started adding new things and new inventions to the world to make things easier, I truly believe that things have gotten complicated. And it is by choice that my family and I live this lifestyle. We live 100% off-grid here in northern Idaho. When we sell our home, we will be stepping back even further in time and just living an even simpler life, still off-grid, just choosing to live differently. But through this process, you guys have heard me decluttering, and you've heard me downsizing and and organizing and getting ready for our move. And you know, guys, I have gained something so valuable through this process that I have to share it with you. You know, we completed our inside of our home a couple weeks back, and uh, I believe we listed our house on the 30th of May. 
And since that date, I cannot express to you how comfortable, content, and peaceful I feel. And I know that there are several levels to why that is. One is that we gained such a great peace by being able to get this house listed. It was something we've been working very hard at for quite a long time. But our house is in order. Our things are packed up. I've gotten rid of so much. And you know, many of us, when we're downsizing, we're so afraid to part with things. And I did, I really didn't struggle parting with anything. There were two big pieces of furniture that I've had for a long time that I really treasured. Um, and I thought maybe I'd miss them, especially the convenience of the jelly cupboard because it was in my kitchen holding my cast iron uh, and my pottery things. But you know what? I don't even miss that. I am so content with less and our home is in such order. And I've been striving for that this whole time. I'm a very organized person and I enjoy organization. I enjoy less versus more. But it's just a given fact that as you go through life, you collect things. And not only do you collect things, you're gifted things. Or people, you know, are downsizing and they think you might need some things. So, you know, you take on these things. We, we tend to, in a lot of ways in our life, not know how to say no. I'm there. I've been there for a long time now um, because of my life circumstances. But um, it is, it's really something that I've got to share today. You know, Kathy Lip has a podcast also. If you struggle with decluttering and downsizing, I highly encourage you to check out her podcast. You can find that in the show notes on uh, treyerwilderness.com. And under the podcasts, under Mountain Woman Radio. And uh, Kathy Lip has been educating on decluttering for a long time. I've gained a lot from her. But one of the things that I want to encourage you guys to do, one of the things that she mentions a lot, is that you need to... Just take 15 minutes a day and focus on something to declutter and just keep doing that every day. 15 minutes is doable. If you give yourself an hour and things, you know, fall apart, you know, you don't feel good about yourself and you kind of drag your feet and next thing you know, you're not decluttering anymore. But it's a constant effort. You know, so many of us, we get our mail, we go through our mail, instead of just throwing it away, we put it on a pile. And... We just leave these piles start mounding up and then they get to this really large size and then we're scared to look at them. Then they take on a whole other level of monster, if you will. You know, we look at things so differently when they get big in size. So if we can eliminate, you know, those clutters and those piles forming, we have such a better chance of keeping things under control. And it's difficult. Trust me, I know. I have two men in my home, and it wouldn't matter if I had two women, two men, whatever the numbers were. When you have some somebody more than yourself, there's always a contribution to the clutter. But I will tell you something. What was really amazing is my guys had a tendency to pile things. But once the house took order and took shape, they too found peace in it and took pride in it and are seeing the great benefits 
of how it makes life different. And I don't have them contributing to the piles anymore. So when you can get it to a place that it's manageable and the other family members are able to see it and acknowledge it and contribute to it, and it might be a hard process to get yourself to that point. It might take you a while. I believe Kathy Lip said it took her nine years. It was a process for her, you know, to progressively get where she is today. And that's true of anything we do in life, right? It's a process. We have to learn through it, work through it, and figure out what works best for us. So I want to encourage you guys because there is something so amazingly beautiful about living in an environment like this. And, and many of us, you know, there's a lot of people that are collectors and, and they like to keep things and they like to hoard things. And maybe you like your, your piles and the way things are. But if you don't, and, and one thing I want to point out too is you may not realize how much the abundance and the things around you weigh on you until they are gone. I mean, it is just such an amazingly different experience that I am just having to share with you today. Okay, I'm back. I know that sounds funny. For you, you still think I was talking on, but real life happened and my guys came in for lunch and there's really no way to edit that kind of stuff out of the podcast easily. So I paused it, but it's real life. And, and I hope that that is something that you enjoy from us is the transparency and the realness of what we share with you. It's just, I love my life. I love my life. I love inspiring and encouraging and educating people on how we live and the different aspects of our life. Not that people have to embrace an off-grid lifestyle, but they can learn some of the skills and some of the things we do and just why we do what we do. I want to share with you what I made for my lunch. I thought you guys might enjoy this. This was something that I enjoyed as a child. Um, what I made the guys was only enough for two. So I decided this was what I was going to have for lunch. I got out our homemade hemp seed and chia seed bread. And I put some coconut oil in my cast iron skillet and threw my bread in there. I took a small juice glass and I flipped it upside down so that the hole was facing down. And I spun it in the middle of the bread pressing down hard so that the center gets cut out of the bread. And then I put that little piece separate in the frying pan and I took my egg and I cracked it open and put it in the center of my bread. And then I fried that up nice on one side. You flip it and um, fry it up real nice on the other side. And in your center, you have the dippy part, the yolk. Now, that's probably... Um, my Pennsylvania Dutch shining through, but we always called it a dippy egg. Depending where you're from, it is a sunny side up. It is a uh, over easy egg, but it's something that we've enjoyed. My children always enjoyed it. You take the little round piece that was separate and you can use that to dip into the dippy or the yolk. 
And it's just a fun way to enjoy an egg. But it also tastes really good because you've got the uh, bread nice and toasted and just a fun lunch. So I thought I would share that with you, something fun you can either try for yourself or share with your children. But um, that was my lunch. And I, I just thought I would be real today. You know what? I'm not going to edit all that out of there and, and edit my video or my podcast. I'm just going to keep sharing. And I want to share, let's get back to what we were talking about initially. You know, there, there is such greatness in decluttering. I'm going to give you an example of um, even how I... Um, lived in abundance. We live in abundance and, and as a result of abundance, we live in overwhelm. As I was going through our house and decluttering and, and downsizing for our move, I found 10 brand new journals in my, in my stash. Um, we all have these little fetishes. I love linens. I love doilies. I love journals. Now what's really ironic about the journal I love them and I want, and I love writing and it's been a new year's resolution every year to get a new journal and write every day. And that's always been a good thought process, but what's really ironic and the other side of this coin is that while I was going through my bookshelves, I found a multitude of journals from over the years that started in January may have made it to March or February or January, or I might've jumped back in, in September, you know, the, the desire was there, but it just never came to fruition. It never, I never followed through. And I'm going to explain to you why. When you have abundance, it causes overwhelm. It causes overstimulation and we are unable to follow through. I truly believe that. Now, all those blank journals I either gifted or I donated. This year I've made a choice to make new habits. I'm no longer doing, I haven't been doing New Year's resolutions for a long time, but I have come to terms with the fact that I would really like to create new healthy habits. And writing in my journal every day is one of them. And so far I have not missed a day. And I'm so excited about that because journaling is something that you can look back and really just be taken away to a different time frame in your life. And just, it's just a nice way to reflect. And I'm really thankful that I am on that journey, on that process. But what it took was to get rid of the abundance and to be devoted. Now, let's be realistic. You can have a journal and you can have a backup because if you fill the first one, you have another one on hand. That's just being prepared, right? But when we have abundance of the wrong things, I have abundance of food. There is reason for that. I have abundance of yarn and certain things for the purpose of being able to utilize that to make things if I can't any longer get my hands on such things like yarn. And I'll give you an example of that. When I was decluttering, it's very important that we're careful what we are getting rid of. There, you know, I have a a three-year rule and I have a usage rule. There are things in my home that I don't use 
every day, but there are things that I use seasonally. Um, in the wintertime, I like to knit and crochet. I like to do leather work. So those are things that I'm not going to part with. I can make shoes and, and items with the leather if I need to. I can make socks with the yarn. I can make quilts and blankets. And God forbid I ever had to do this, but I could crochet boxers. I know that that would not be something they would be favoring, but it's, it, it's a possibility. Point being, though, we do need to be selective. We do need to be careful when we are decluttering. So you can go to both extremes. You can either hang on to everything and don't learn how to part with things, or you just go nuts and you just get rid of everything. You've got to find a happy medium. You've got to find a happy medium to be able to declutter and get rid of things that you no longer need. If you have stuff still from high school and you haven't worn it, you know, clothing-wise or shoe-wise, it might recirculate, but chances are we aren't going to fit in it anyway. And even if we did, would we probably wear it? So it's learning how to part with those things. And I will tell you this, you will, when you get rid of the abundance, be able to be more focused. How many of you have varying projects in your home that you have started and have not finished? And even while, while you're thinking that way, you might be working on a project and you just started a new one. We are so overstimulated by stuff and by things that we cannot stay focused enough to follow through to completion of things. And then we're, we're frustrated we have clutter because we didn't finish things where we, if we'd finished, we could move on to the next thing. I really feel that our overabundance of stuff and our overstimulation in our homes causes us to be in this state because I will tell you firsthand that as I have gotten rid of all this stuff and as I am living a much more simplistic and minimalistic life, life is so much simpler so, so much simpler. And decluttering is truly a process. We learned that firsthand when we were in the wall tent of our desire to seek a more minimalistic life and a simplistic life, stepping back in time, if you will. All of our belongings were in a storage unit. We had a tote of our belongings, a cot, sleeping bag, a pillow. You know, so our personal effects were in the tote. We had a lantern and we had a headlamp and our shoes. It was so simple and it was so easy and it was so refreshing. And I will honestly say when we brought all the things home from the storage unit, it was overwhelming and consuming. And, you know, I, I remember that feeling. I realized that feeling. But as you live in that, you just continue to stay in that. And we stayed in that until this year where I started to really, really focus on decluttering and downsizing. And many of you have been following along and um, my process was to declutter my home, go through each room, downsize, sell things, gift things, thrift things, you know, donate. And 
it was a process where I realized midway that I needed to go back, that some of those things that in the first few rooms that I just couldn't part with were really senseless things. And I parted with a lot and it felt so good. And then, you know, follow me out to the shed. The shed was a, is a 12 by 12. It was organized very nicely when we got here. Over the years, stuff just gets thrown in there. People start rooting through their things and things get disorganized. And I had it set up so that things were organized so that we knew where to find things. And that just got lost in the efforts and in, in, the, in the years. So imagine that you had to pull things out of that storage shed to even get into it. Where now, after going through it four different times, I can walk in there and walk around the entire center that there is nothing but just on the walls, the exterior walls, and it's organized. It was ceiling to floor and coming out the door before. Uh, so I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of being able to get rid of all that unnecessary stuff. And like even right now, there is stuff that we probably have that is unnecessary, but until we are certain exactly what our needs are going to be moving forward, it would be senseless to get rid of certain things and then have to repurchase them. So this will be a process that when we get where we're going, that we will, again, go through things one more time. But in addition to what I did in the shed is I went through it once and figured out what I needed to sell. I went through it a second time and figured out what I was going to gift or donate. I went through it one more time to make sure I wasn't being foolish in keeping things we didn't need. And on the fourth attempt going through it, I labeled everything and I have it organized. It is organized from left to right, left being the least important and the first thing that's going to go on the, the storage trailer. Being able to be that organized, and I know that's not everybody's makeup. I am a fairly I, it's one of my superpowers, I guess you could say, is that I am, I, organization is something that I am good at. But even being organized, it's really easy to get consumed with abundance and clutter and overwhelm. And you know, it's hard when you have a family and children because everybody adds to that clutter. But I'm going to tell you something that's been really awesome. And I think I might've said it in the first half is that once I decluttered, it was amazing to see the results of my family um, really embracing it. And I know that they feel the peace and the calm that I do as well and are making an effort to keep it this way. So it's really, really awesome. And I'm really thankful for that. And I know that it will happen for you as well. And granted, there are people that are just naturally messy and there are people that are naturally disorganized and there are people that are natural hoarders. So you may have your work cut out for you. But the more you take this project on and the more you devote a certain amount of time every day, and like I said earlier, I love that Kathy Lip suggests 15 minutes. 15 minutes is doable for all of us. You know, it's a good break in the day. And if you just keep focusing on that every day, you'll be able to make a lot of headway. And, and it is a process, but I challenge you, I challenge you to get to this place because it is just so amazing. And I know that people will have so much progress in their lives if they embrace this and realize that abundance is, is killing everybody. I bet if most of you went into your kitchens right now, you could fill a tote with things that are useless, have never been used, or are you, have been used once or twice and never touched again. 
we're just in a society that is a gotta have it. And um, we are the uh, victims of great marketing. As you do that, though, and as you go through things and realize, you know, that you don't need all that you have, it's such a good feeling to, to get to this new place. I am to a place right now that I look forward to our very minimalistic future in a very tiny home. It's very easy to live in a tiny home when you don't have a lot of things and there isn't any clutter. The other thing is I just have this desire to, to be able to just throw all of my most valuable possessions in a backpack and be able to go. And like I said, I've got a lot of things that I need. I, I, you know, food we have in abundance. I have a lot of crafting materials as well as tools. But the tools we have and the, the things that we have in abundance are things that will carry us through in the event that something odd were to take place. That's being prepared and that's smart. But having 10 journals, 12 journals sitting on my shelf, taking up space and overwhelming me to decide which one I want to use when is really ridiculous. And that's just a small example of how we are all in the same boat. Everybody's vices are different, but I can guarantee that you are in the same boat with something in your home. So today I just want to challenge you to continue to embrace a life of simplicity and a life of declutter. And you will be amazed at what you find through the process. Because honestly, when you really look at it, you don't need much to be happy if you're focusing on the right things. There is so much truth in that. Let that one settle in. But guys... I thank you so much for joining me. I just thought of one other thing I would really like to share with you. We had a showing this week. It was our first actual showing. Um, There were two cancellations prior and someone made it back our lane somewhere back our lane and turned around. I don't know if they felt like they were driving into deliverance or what the case was, but it was a very refreshing showing. And I believe we are on the short list. And uh, it was a really um, good experience, good person, um, like a kid in a candy store. And uh, it was refreshing um, to know that somebody good may be taking over our homestead. Uh, We really want to pass the torch on to somebody that's going to appreciate it as we have. And not only that... um, It's good to know that it's good people moving in because they may be our neighbors. So, you know, knowing that, but I'm just so excited. I'm excited because I'm trusting God's plan. This may not be the right person. It still may not be his timing. But the more we focus on trusting God for the outcome and learning not to be disappointed by circumstance and learning to understand that there's purpose in everything, life is so much sweeter also. And I just wanted to share that last part as well, because it's really important in the big scheme of things and in our day-to-day process. We've got to remember that tomorrow is 
not promised, but today is a gift and we need to embrace it like there is no tomorrow and not miss out on the beautiful things in our life. We will talk more on that. I'm going to um, continue to talk about that in our next episode when I uh, discuss how fear affects us in our lives and keeps us from enjoying some of the most beautiful things in our lives and around us. So stay tuned. Keep joining in. Thank you so much for joining me today. You guys are awesome. I love you all and I hope you're gaining things from what we share. Um, In addition to the podcast, there's new blog posts starting to go up on our website. Our newsletter starting to come back because I actually can focus and have time, a little bit of time right now. I say that loosely because if this sells, I'm going to be in a bit of a scurry getting everything packed up and us out of here and figuring out what we're doing. But for now, check it out. Also check out our YouTube channel. And as I've shared with you before, if you go to treyerwilderness.com and you scroll down the homepage, you will find all of our latest, greatest things that we are sharing on all the platforms. So... I wish you guys a wonderful rest of your day. Take care and I will catch you on the next episode. God bless everyone. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at TreyerWilderness.com and be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you. 